Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, do you ever feel that you're not doing the things that you really want to do? And you really want to do them, but you just don't, and you don't know why? And you wish you did? And you think, oh, shall I, shan't I? Can I, can't I? And you're just like being pulled in one direction and pulled in another, and you just don't know what to do. Here's the answer. Oh, here's one answer. It's about doing the things that we want to do that we just don't do. Have a listen after this. Hey, this is the Personal Development Unplugged podcast where we use hypnosis. Yeah, hypnosis. NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Don't worry what it is. It's just a mass of processes that we're going to get you to change. Change to let go of anxiety, low self-esteem, and create massive, massive supreme inner confidence. But that's confidence in your competence and competence in your confidence, which means you can do anything and be, well, be safe to enjoy. Enjoy the world as it should be with you at the helm, creating the life that you want. That's what this podcast is about. You and being the best you you could be, singing from your real voice, aligned with your mission, aligned with your passions. That's what it's about. So if you're interested in letting go of anxiety, if you're interested in letting go of fear, guilt, all those blooming syndromes, imposter syndromes, and every little bit of the mind which is negative, then have a listen here because we've got some wonderful processes and lots of good conversations with between you and me to get us both thinking in such wonderful ways. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Just take the trance to have a have a listen. Warning. 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 You are entering into the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. Clough. Too late. Personal development unplugged. Hey my friend, how are you doing today? The longer podcast. With the wonderful title of Doing the Things or Thing. We want to do that we just don't do. That's a title and a half, isn't it? Because it would be nice, I guess, to do the things we want to do, especially the ones we want to do that we don't do. And I guess in some ways, it's that conflict of, well, shall I? Or shan't I? Will I or won't I? That, that old saying, doomed if you do, doomed if you don't. What a wonderful way to look at life, isn't it? Doomed if you do and doomed if you don't. We're doomed, we're doomed. That's from an old TV programme in the UK. Anyway, it is a great way to look at life. In a way, because if we look at life, we 
I'm going to guess we all have this dilemma. And we don't, in my little circle, I don't call it a dilemma. I just call it a conflict. And it's a direct conflict. Shall I, shan't I? I want to. I don't want to. Doomed if I do, doomed if I don't. Now, what do I mean by direct conflict? Well, I want to show you. Notice if this resonates with you. Because this is personal. And it's what was, what is, because I haven't solved it yet, but I'm, so, I'm half solved it by making my notes for the here and what I'm going to tell you. So this is personal. So don't tell anybody. All about Gluffy. You see, I know I need to look at where I want to go. Because, you see, I think I've been in a little bit of limbo on various things. I mean, treading water, maybe even sinking a little bit. Or going backwards, being pulled back by a flow, maybe. All those wonderful metaphors. But I know where I need to go, and I know I need to spend time on that. Time on thinking about what to do. That will give me both pleasure, and hopefully pleasure to others too. Obviously, it's got to give me pleasure and joy, because if it doesn't, there'd be very little point in doing it, would there? And I know what to do. I know exactly what to do, and it's so bloody simple. So simple that all I really need is the good old puzzle book, pencil or a pen, a coloured highlight or whatever, and time. Time just to set aside some time for myself. To begin, to plot, to think. And plan what I want to do, where I want to spend my time, the things I want to achieve, the things I want to learn, things that will give me pleasure, and hopefully others too. It's a repetition there, but I'm pulling it all together. So why do I keep putting the bloody thing off? And I have been. I've been talking about a wheel with spokes, and each spoke is a different context of my life, and inside those spokes, there are there are other things. All parts of that context. Different things I want to do in different contexts. And they'll link up, I know. But knowing all of this, and I've said before, and I give myself a bollocking, knowing is not doing. Having the knowledge, intellectually knowing, understanding everything about this, is no bloody good to anybody if you don't bloody do it. And I know, intellectually, and I feel it, this work that I keep putting off is just a prelude to doing that stuff I want to do and achieve. Because just thinking about it and making a plan, again, isn't doing it. I have to then follow the plan, schedule a plan, schedule those steps, and then do the things that will give me pleasure. Now, that seems so good, doesn't it? All you have to do is set some time at Say that again. Set some time aside. Get your puzzle book, pencil, pen, coloured, highlighter, bit of time. And you're going to end up having a plan. And then you're going to start to do the stuff that you want to do, that will give you passion, that will give you pleasure. And then I wrote on my notes, or drew on my notes, a little unsmiley face, a sad face. Because I'm not doing it. So I know what to do. I know what I'll get. 
So why don't I do it? Now, don't ask the question why. I'll tell you that. Because I'll tell you why now. Why? Because if you ask anyone why, the question why, why didn't you do that? They'll come up with excuses. You ask yourself, why didn't I do that? Well, I haven't had time. There's been more pressing things. There's this, there's that. Everything is a bloody excuse. So we don't ask why. But I started to think of where is this conflict that I talk about, this direct conflict? Because I know what I want to do, but something's holding me back. Well, I thought about it. And, well, these things came to mind. Well, maybe there's guilt. Guilt in taking time for myself. Because that's selfish, isn't it? Taking time for yourself, Cluffy. You know, and, and, and not disregard, but it is like disregarding others for some time. It's taking time for yourself and sitting down doing that work. And I do feel guilty about that. I know there's pressures elsewhere. But I know it's not selfish. I really do, because I tell my clients, the most selfish thing you can do is not work on yourself, is not do this planning. Because when you start to do the work on yourself and you start to do that planning and making the steps and structuring everything like that, you get to feel good. And when you feel good, everyone around you feels good too. Because who do they want to be around? When you're moping because you're feeling guilty or something? Or when you're doing the stuff that makes you feel good and you, it rubs off on them, doesn't it? So I understand this intellectually again, but I thought, well, yeah, there is a bit of guilt there. But I'm trying to bring this out into the open and I'm sharing it with you. So I know it's not selfish, but there is that feeling of guilt, just taking time for myself. Then what came to mind was bloody imposter stuff, the old imposter syndrome, which I, I get and I don't get. Because I know it's BS, but on the other hand, when you got it, it's real. And I started to write, write out on these notes, who am I to think I'm even good enough to spend time on doing, learning new stuff, wanting to share it? And you see, that guilt gave me pain. And this has given me pain, that imposter stuff. It's painful to think about. You know, it gives you fear. Fear is painful, isn't it? Anxiety, stress. You know, who am I? Who am I to think I'm even good enough to spend time on me to try to do better for myself? Maybe I'll get found out. Pain. So that was another one that came along. Oh, bloody hell, Cluffy, we're doing well here. Lots of good stuff here. And then, excuse my French, or my English, or my swear words, but the next one is, what if I fuck it up? More pain. Because that's a failure. If I, if I go to plan something, and then I go to do it, and it just doesn't work. Waste all that time on me. And that's real pain. The pain of failure. And that would make me sad. Might make me a little bit mad, as in angry mad, frustrated. Or it just confirms the first two more guilt, more in imposter stuff. Uh, you were right, Cluffy. You weren't good enough. They did find you out. So there we are on this really good downhill, downhill slide of 
of bloody pain, isn't there? Pain of, of the emotions you feel, whether it's guilt, anxiety, stress. I don't know. All that stuff, imposter stuff, all that pain there. What if I fuck it up, that pain, that pain of failure, the embarrassment. Oh, my goodness me. But I thought, this is good. What, Cluffy? You, you thought bringing all this pain to your mind is good? Yes, it is, because once it's out there, on a piece of paper, you can look at it. And it doesn't get into overwhelm, because I can look at each, each one individually, or together, or in any combination. But my next thought was, I know every behaviour, every emotion, has a positive intention. So what's the positive intention of holding me back, of not doing this stuff? Can you get it? Can you see? Well, I've just said, there's all this guilt. That's pain, isn't it? That imposter stuff, the failure. Getting mad, getting angry. Well, maybe my unconscious mind is trying to protect me from all of that pain. The pain of guilt, the pain of sadness, the pain of anger, the pain of stress, anxiety, failure, imposter syndrome, all that stuff. But the thing is, and this is where that direct conflict comes in, and it is direct, I would love to be free of any guilt, sadness, anger, failure, imposter syndrome, stress, anxiety. Wouldn't you? You would, wouldn't you? So if your unconscious mind is trying to do that for you, you think, absolutely bloody awesome. But the thing is, here's a direct conflict. By not doing the work, not doing that stuff that I want to do, which I know will give me joy, pleasure, I'm feeling the exact same, same things. I'm feeling guilty for not doing it. I'm feeling sadness for myself for not doing it. I'm feeling anger at myself for not doing it. And those excuses we make about being a failure, that's what it is. I feel all of that because I start to make the excuses why I'm not doing it. So I can see now the positive intention of protecting me from those negative emotions. Yet I'm feeling the very same negative emotions. And that's why I call it a direct conflict. A direct conflict of feeling the emotions your unconscious mind is desperately trying to protect us from, protect you from, protect me from. And as I said, if we could be protected from all that guilt, all that failure, all that imposter syndrome, all the anger, the sadness, the hurt, the guilt, or all that stuff. I think I did guilt twice then. I must be really guilty. That would be great, wouldn't it? So the unconscious mind is trying to do a good thing. But maybe the behaviours, you know, this procrastination, this putting it off, this lack of motivation, they're all the behaviours that are causing me to feel the very thing that unconscious mind wants me to protect me from. And you see, I, I wrote to myself, and I know I say this to my clients, Im imagine, say that again, because I stuttered a bit there, imagine if you knew whatever you tried in this world, that you'd be free from guilt, failure, feeling an imposter, anger, sadness, guilt, hurt, all of that. What would that be like? 
Imagine it now. Anything you do, you knew that you would not feel. You would be free from that guilt, that failure, fear of failure, stress, anxiety, imposter syndrome, anger, sadness, fear, guilt, all that stuff. What would it be? It would be fucking awesome. Susie swearing again. But it would be awesome, wouldn't it? And the thing is, we can. We can. And all it needs is a little reframe. So let's reframe just a little bit. See, the goal is not the end success. What? Yeah, the goal that we're going to head for. I mean, all that stuff about me doing stuff to learn stuff to give me joy and pleasure. The actual goal of doing that stuff is not the success. It's the small successful steps within the process. The strategy of doing it, those small steps that will give me that joy, the passion, the everything that I look for. And when I do that, add that to the feeling of achieving the goal. So not the whole goal itself, but what would it feel like if I actually was able to do my planning, do my do my thinking, my planning, my structuring, scheduling, and doing the work, and actually then doing all that stuff, the stuff that would give me total pleasure, joy, love, all that stuff, what would that feel like? And there's no overwhelm in that, because all I'm thinking about is, what would it feel like? And if that feeling was also included in every small step along the way, if we were to break it down into achievable steps, Boom, wouldn't it? Because we would feel totally protected all the way. There would be no chance if I had that feeling of success in every small step. Every achievable, successful step. I wouldn't have any guilt, any imposter syndrome, any anger, sadness, fear, stress, anxiety. Because I'd be succeeding. So maybe sometimes just to reframe is just to look at it that way and just ask, what is the smallest achievable step I can take and keep the feeling of the successful achievement of this goal, this aim, the wish fulfilled? That's what we call it. Neville Goddard, years and years and years ago, came up with this thing about the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And once you have the feeling of the wish fulfilled, your unconscious mind will then move heaven and earth to find the ways for you to get it, and then we say this or something better. Because it knows when you're feeling that, that, that way, you feel on top of the world, you feel awesome, you feel comfortable and safe. So I think sometimes then on this reframe, because it's not really a reframe, is it? It's just really looking at the, the steps and saying, whoa, it's too big what you've been thinking about. It's too big. Let's just come back and Think of what you want to do, break it down into small steps, and also add the feeling of, if it already happened by now, what would it feel like? So with all of that, we can guide our unconscious mind. Because we've started it now. We've acknowledged the conflict, because I've gone through it. All those things that I'm feeling, and all the things that my unconscious mind is trying to protect me from, are the one and the same, therefore a direct conflict. So I just acknowledge it. Get my unconscious mind, set it in unconscious mind. Do you realize 
that what you're trying to do is no longer working. And the second part of that is, we want to confirm to our unconscious mind, but I want to keep the intention. I want you to keep me safe from all of those things. Now your unconscious mind goes, okay, that's a bit weird because that's what I'm trying to do. But then you go, no, but it's not working. Remember, there's a direct conflict. All we need to do, though, is to keep the intention and find some better ways. Just think of that. Ask your unconscious mind. When there's a lovely process that is called in the olden days a six-step reframe. But we do it in different ways now. But it's all about finding equal or better ways than the old issue, the old behaviors of the issue. And once your unconscious mind comes up, and it's your unconscious mind, your best friend will come up with them, not me, not your conscious mind, but sometimes, just a little, comes up with equal or better ways, which are healthier, then it's a no-brainer. It has to take it, doesn't it? And sometimes to find those better ways, you have to go to what's important to you about, about achieving this success. What will all those small steps allow you to do when you're that successful in achieving your goal, your aim in mind? And that was one I talked about. I think it's in the last longer podcast. Values, are they important? Well, they are, because what value do you place on doing this stuff? Now, for me, finding the things I'd love to do, to spend time on, to learn, to share, that will give me pleasure and hopefully to others, well, that's desperately important to me. And what will it allow me to do? Oh, it'll allow me to do so many more things. It will give me motivation. It'll, oh, everything. So you could write that down. Follow that, the last longer podcast. Find out what's important to you about the thing that you're putting off. If you did it, what would be important? You might want to think about how you want to feel. Because sometimes we forget. We think about the negative feelings that we've got. You know, the feeling of the guilt, the anger, the sadness, the imposter syndrome. But no, that feeling of the wish fulfilled. How do we want to feel? Because each goal, each outcome in mind will have a different feeling. Even some of the steps may have a different feeling. They may be curiosity. They may be, I don't know, uh, what have we got? Curiosity, there's motivation, there's confidence, there's competence, there's feeling connected, there's peaceful. Oh, there's so many things. Awareness. So many different feelings. And the whole point of a lot of this is, and this is why I wrote it down for myself, and I'm going to carry on writing it down, is if you don't write this down, all those wonderful, great thoughts. I can guarantee you, if you don't write, make any notes of this now, or you don't listen to it again, this, this episode, and write some notes down, you're just wasting some time. Because I don't think you'll remember them. I want you to remember them. But I like to write it in a puzzle book. Or get my little cards out just to make some little headings so I know what I've got to do. I've got to get it out of my head. Got to get it out of my head. Because if it stays in my head, I get overwhelmed. And sometimes it disappears out of my head and disappears into the ether. So I need to get it out of my head and onto paper. Because when it's onto paper, then I can make a plan. It's a plan with an aim in mind. And then when you've got that aim in mind, I don't know if you remember. Maybe you knew and you don't, don't remember because I didn't tell you it. 
this lately, but I always go back to reminding ourselves of the five keys to success. And those five keys to success are the one, know your outcome. And I think knowing your outcome is also knowing the value of your outcome. Why is it important? And when you know it's so important, you're motivated, you take massive, continued, inspired action, especially on the, on the things you've thought about and written down on your puzzle book. Following the plan, you're structuring it, you are scheduling it, you're doing it. So you're taking that massive action. You're not just thinking about it, you're doing it. And whilst you're doing it, the third key is being aware. Being aware of what you're achieving. Maybe what you're not achieving. Maybe you're on course. Maybe you're off course. Maybe there's a better opportunity. Maybe you've got to do something different. And it's just being aware. Always keeping in mind the aim in mind. And if you are slightly off course, the fourth key, have the flexibility to change what you're doing. Maybe change your plan a little bit. Take a different step. Regroup. Think it through again. Get that feeling of the feeling of the wish fulfilled even more. And become flexible. Because if you're going to do the same thing that you did before, you're just going to keep going off track, aren't you? And then doing all of this, this is the fifth key, and one of the most important, well, they're all important because they're all linked together, is acting as if. Acting as if with the psychology and physiology of excellence. And you can put in that bracket of excellence that feeling of the wish fulfilled. So act as if you've already got it. You've got that goal. Because when you act that way, you will have the belief inside you. Because when you have an intention and you have that feeling, that intention will give you the confidence. Knowing that you're going to do it. You'll get there. Somehow, by hook or by crook, you will get there. And I haven't got a hypnosis track for that, but I'm thinking about doing one. That may have to come. But you've also got, which was, yeah, a long time ago, hashtag 91, with a hypnosis track of hashtag 91.2 or 0.1, not sure, all about a well-formed outcome. So looking at that plan, maybe you need some resources to, to get that follow-through. So that really works. That boosts. Knowing, really making sure that your aim in mind is well-formed. And then I've got another hypnosis track. It's all about working backwards, which is in taking your plan from its conclusion, that successful conclusion, and working backwards to the very first step that's right now. So you can break all of it down to one small step that you're going to take now, which will lead to the next, the next, the next, to get to that successful completion. So it's all linked. It's all congruent, aligned. So you can find that hashtag 92, which is a longer podcast and 92.1. The hypnosis. Hypnosis, free hypnosis as well. They're both free. We'll talk about hypnosis right now for 90 seconds. So the 90 seconds of hypnosis tracks. Why have I put hypnosis tracks on a separate website? Well, it's so simple, really. I wanted you to have them all in one place so you can look through them all. You can find the particular one you want. I've even made them downloadable so you can put them on any of your playing devices that you prefer. You don't need Wi-Fi. You don't need the iTunes or whatever. You can put them anywhere you like. 
You can even burn them onto a disc if you want. Where do you get them? Well, there you go. I told you it's paulcloughonline.com forward slash podcast. If you're worried about your email address, please don't be because they stay totally safe with me. I only use them to send you out that email and give you access. Simple as that. I send you a link, a special link, so you and only you can access those hypnosis tracks because I want them just for you. And the other thing about this is you've taken responsibility. I don't want to make these open to everyone, just random. You have taken responsibility to listen and be part of this community of personal development. And I want to help you. I want to help you personally to get your dreams, your goals. And therefore, I'm giving you these tools, these protocols, these paradigms, whatever you want to call them, but in deep hypnosis. So just enjoy. Have more fun than you can stand with hypnosis. So there you go. That's where you get your free hypnosis. Really do get a puzzle book. I could sell them. I could make them trademark, but they're basically just a, a book with plain paper in Sometimes you can get them lined or in dots, dotted paper, whichever you choose. But get a nice pen, a pen that works, <laughs> a pencil that's sharp, maybe some coloured crayons and a highlighter. Get some peaceful music on. And do the work, please. I've got to do the work. Because if you don't do the work, you don't get the results. What you put in is what you get out. And the thing is, what you put in here, you get 10 times more out at the other end because you're doing it with a lovely intention and you're getting your unconscious mind to work with you. So I hope this has resonated. And I hope that maybe you have a similar conflict to me. So you can just follow the same procedure. But maybe you have, as you think about this, a different type of conflict, something you want to do and you're not doing. Maybe there's different emotions involved. And you go, I'm not sure if it works, Cluffy, like this. Let me know. Let me know by email, feedback at personaldevelopmentunplugged.com. I'm the only bugger who gets it, so don't worry about that. And maybe we can either create a new process or use an existing one to make those changes that you want. So please, just think about it. If we Have a go at it this way. Because that, even if it doesn't work for you specifically, and I know it will, but if it doesn't, you've got an idea of a process that is going to work. And then when we do the actual process, maybe a new one, revised one, it'll just fall into place. There you go. So I hope you found that interesting. I know a lot of this is all about me, and it's me getting my journals out into my notes and then out into your ears to share them. And it helps me so much to understand what I'm going through. And we're all human. We all get this stuff, by the way. Don't care who you are in this world. Oh, how intelligent, how rich you are, how poor you are, how good you are. We all get these issues. So it's good to know how you can change them. And really, and I say really just like that, All you have to apply is the will to do whatever it takes. That's what I tell my clients. I don't need you to believe in my hypnosis. You can be a bit sceptical. Just leave the scepticism out the door and then pick it up on the way home and then see if you're still sceptical. Because I just want you to have the will and use the will to do whatever it takes 
And when you do that, that's like setting your intention. I'm going to do this. This is how I want to feel. This is what I'm going to let go of. This is what I'm going to achieve. And when you do that, the waters open, the heavens, whatever. I don't know. There's a, you'll find that path. You'll find the right resources. You'll find the right teacher, the right, right opportunities. It just happens that way. Serendipity just gets lucky. And coincidence comes and knocks on your door and all that stuff. So do, please, just maybe listen to it again and just make those notes and do the work. And if you do, and if you did enjoy this, I'd love to know, so send me some feedback. If it wasn't uh, explained as concisely and properly as you'd like it, send me some critique. I always want to improve. That same email address. But also if you share this, share this episode or tell everyone about the Personal Development Unplugged podcast. Because it's not the biggest in the world, but I know it has golden nuggets. And these golden nuggets will change people's minds, change their behaviours and change their lives. Just as my personal development has changed my life, and I know it's changing yours, these are little gems. So please share them with everyone you know. Even share them with people you don't know if you can. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that. So let me know any thoughts you have, any requests you have. And I will be back with you, whether it's a five-minute quickie in the midweek or it's another longer podcast at the weekend. You come along and enjoy yourself. Have more fun than you can stand. Maybe, just maybe, your unconscious mind will make you happy for no reason. Woo. Anyway, it's time to fly. Bye-bye now, my friend. Warning, you are now leaving the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. It's time to fly on your own. Be brave, my friend. Personal Development Unplugged.